Father, we hear the prophet reject in your name the building of a house for you. To be called temples of the Holy Spirit is not a figure of speech. Help us to understand that Jesus, born of the house of David, is also born in us. May we be a sign that Christ is present through us to the world. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the second book of Samuel. When King David was settled in his palace, and the Lord had given him rest from his enemies on every side, he said to Nathan the prophet, Here I am, living in a house of cedar, while the ark of God dwells in a tent. Nathan answered the king, Go, do whatever you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. But that night the Lord spoke to Nathan and said, Go, tell my servant David, thus says the Lord, Should you build me a house to dwell in? It was I who took you from the pasture and from the care of the flock to be commander of my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you went, and I have destroyed all your enemies before you, and I will make you famous like the great ones of the earth. I will fix a place for my people Israel. I will plant them so they may dwell in their place without further disturbance. Neither shall the wicked continue to afflict them as they did of old, since the time I first appointed judges over my people Israel. I will give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord also reveals to you that he will establish a house for you. And when your time comes and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your heir after you, sprung from your loins, and I will make his kingdom firm. I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. Your house and your kingdom shall endure forever before me. Your throne shall stand firm forever. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Second reading a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, to him who can strengthen you according to my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery kept secret for long ages, but now manifested through the prophetic writings and according to the command of the eternal God, made known to all nations to bring about the obedience of faith. To the only wise God, through Jesus Christ, be glory forever and ever. Amen. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said, and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. 
for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who is called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The story is told of a young family who shortly before Christmas was trying to get things ready. Uh, the mother spent pretty much an entire day stripping the kitchen floor of the many years of polishing wax, very hard work as we know. The father was working outside on uh, Christmas decorations and the children were playing outside as well. Then towards the end of the day, they came running into the kitchen asking for something to eat. So the father said to the children, children, look at the beautiful floor. Your mother spent almost the entire day polishing it. So I don't want anyone to spill anything on it. If you do, you will have to clean up the mess and then go upstairs to the spare room and spend there an hour in silence by yourself. So at that point when the mother heard it, she had a cup of coffee that she, had, she was drinking, turned it over, <laughs> spilled it on the floor, cleaned up the mess, and nobody heard from her or seen her for an hour. So let's be honest, how many of you felt like that? <laughs> Raise your hand, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> of course, we are only a few hours from Christmas, and uh, we really need to take that time in, and quiet down, slow down, so we don't miss the, the true meaning of Christmas. Of course, uh, today we are reminded, that the, as we celebrate the fourth Sunday of Advent and conclude this season, that we focus on, on Mary. We are reminded of what she did to make God's love visible, what she had to do, what steps she had to take. First of all, we remember how in her the promise was fulfilled that we heard in the first reading. David, who was a king, of course, experienced times of peace, prosperity. But he knew there was something missing. He said, here I am living in a beautiful palace, and yet the ark of the Lord lives in a tent. He said, this isn't right. So he made the decision to build a temple. But as we heard, Nathan, the prophet, came to him and said, no. The Lord doesn't want that. In a sense, what the Lord was saying, thank you, but no thank you. Of course, we know that eventually the temple was built, but it was Solomon, David's son, who built the temple. What the Lord wanted more was the people to be the temple, the people to be the, those, those living stones where God would dwell, to create a community, a nation, where God would be made visible. So that was the, the message that the prophet delivered. Yes, 
perhaps it's a good, good thing, but even more important is that we, God's people, are the temple. And Mary is that temple, of course. She, through her, the Savior, the author of life, the Savior of the world was born. And of course, it's, it's difficult to, to allow ourselves to, to do that. Perhaps hesitancy or even fear. All we have to do is listen carefully to the gospel reading. The angel said to Mary, Mary, do not be afraid. She was greatly troubled. It wasn't that she was like when the angel Gabriel came to her that she said, where have you been? I've been waiting for you my whole life. It wasn't like that. She was greatly troubled. So the angel says to her, do not be afraid, Mary. Do not be afraid to accept God's plan. And again, she doesn't negotiate. She doesn't say, okay, Lord, if I do this for you, you have to do this, this, this for me. No, she just says, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. Great answer. No negotiation. Just she makes, makes herself completely available so that God's plan can be fulfilled. And even St. Paul reminded us in the second reading today that Jesus strengthens us so we would be able to do, to give the answer that Mary did. Jesus strengthens us to do that. So here we are on this fourth Sunday of Advent. Later today we will gather once again, many of us, to celebrate Christmas, to celebrate God's love being made visible in the world. Mary was so instrumental in making that happen. What about us? Let us remember that we are living stones, living stones that the, the temple consists of, not temple made by hands. And of course, let us remember that we need to take the time to always be connected to the will of God and say, where am I in, and how do I respond to the will of God? How do I make it visible? There is a story of a young family who shortly before Christmas went to the local mall to buy presents. And of course, they didn't want to know who was buying what for whom. So when they parked the car in the parking lot, the father said, okay, let us synchronize our watches. We will meet here at the car at five o'clock. And then the mother looked at everyone and said, okay, now that our watches are synchronized, let us synchronize our wallets. <laughs> in a way, what we see in Mary, that her will was synchronized with the will of God completely surrendered her will to the will of God. Let us always make sure that our wills, our freedoms are synchronized with those of the Lord. Only that way Christmas will be truly happy. Only that way our life journey will be truly happy. So let us be thankful for the example that Mary leaves us with. And let us, of course, honor her by following that example. And of course, the many good examples we see in her son, Jesus. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.